Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Welcome to Gun Sports Radio, all about shooting, hunting, self-defense, and more. Now, here are the hosts of Gun Sports Radio, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey. All right, folks. Hey, welcome to Gun Sports Radio. Right here on AM 1170. This segment is brought to you by Gun Range San Diego, 7853 Balboa Avenue in lovely San Diego. Go to GunRangeSanDiego.com. GunRangeSanDiego.com. They're open 10 to 10, seven days a week, just about 365 days out of the year. There's only a few days they're not open. They're all there for you. It's the Nordstrom's of gun ranges, if you ask me. Uh, I absolutely love going down there. I went and picked up my 1,000 rounds of 9 mil the other day. Unbelievable. Hey, we got Michael Schwartz in the house. Who you got on for a special guest, my friend? I have the one and only Mr. Santee himself, Rob McNellis, right. city councilman for uh, the beautiful city of Santee. Rob, are you there? Good, good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you? We are excellent. How about you, sir? Just just doing well, watching a little football, and enjoying a good Sunday. There you go. So, so the, I'll tell you, so the reason we're having uh, Rob on is we have a very exciting announcement. Uh, last uh, couple weeks ago now, San Diego County Gun Owners put together our first round of endorsements for the t- 2018 election, mm-hmm. which is right around the corner. It's going to be here and gone before we even uh, blink. Right. And uh, uh, Rob McNellis is uh, endorsed for his reelection in the Santee City Council. And congratulations, Rob. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's uh, definitely an honor. And um, it's amazing to see how strong uh, the, the true Second Amendment rights uh act and and supporters are uh, in san Diego county it's uh it's just great to to see all the people that are out there and every everywhere i go somebody says oh yeah i i, I know you but it's typically through the uh the san Diego gun owners and uh, rather than city council so mm-hmm. I, i'm just so happy with everything you guys you've been able to do mike and and blessed to be a part of it well, Ryan, you've been uh, a huge part of uh, of what of, of the success. You've been extremely vocal, um, not just sat back and kind of whispered and said, "Oh yeah, I agree with you. I'm on your side." But you've been really vocal, um, and uh, especially talking with the sheriff and saying, "Hey, we really need to get past this CCW issue." Um, <laughs> not shy at all, I don't know right? You can call it talking. I don't know if you can call it talking. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Why now? Tell me yeah. a little bit about that. You, you were very vocal and and you were very direct and uh, you were very persistent. Um, why was it important to you? Uh, it's it's because it's what's right, and that's um, you know too too often people will settle for what they're just told rather than standing for what's right. And I think we've uh, you know we've had enough of that. And this is every day rights are getting eroded away and. Here's an, here was an opportunity for us to say no. Come on, this is this is not right. You have good, upstanding, law-abiding, trained uh, citizens that have the right to to bear arms, and yet we're being told, no, sorry, you're not. That's not a good enough. You know, self-defense is not a good enough cause. Mm-hmm. Well, our society is getting crazier, crazier every day. And being and, and in all reality, gentlemen, as an elected official, I know how much more expensive on a daily basis or on, on, a, on an annual basis it's becoming to be able to afford proper law enforcement to, to protect and serve our citizens. And if we don't do something to help our citizens 
better protect themselves or at least be able to better protect themselves, we're setting ourselves up for some real hard times in, in the future. And you've got to keep your eye on that. Well said. Very well said. So uh, you're endorsed. We're proud to endorse you. What does the endorsement mean to you? Uh, once again, it's just uh, it, it, it's one of the things that just stands to, um, well, my views, my values, and, and shows that it shows others where I stand. It's, uh, it's, you know, that third party recognition is always so much better than, you know, you trying to go out there and talk about yourself. It's self-serving when you go and say, oh, well, I'm this guy, I'm that guy. But when others recognize it and others um, uh, appreciate it and endorse you, especially an organization that's, that's got so much uh, support like uh, San Diego County Gun Owners, it's it's just uh it, it helps me in my campaign and it, it obviously it helps with fundraising and but more actually even more importantly it's been it's helped crit, uh, uh latin the last election helps a great deal with uh volunteers and you know knocking on doors and talking to other people and telling them why they should uh vote for me so and that's how can people if, if we're listening and, and we uh, you know, people are listening and, and they want to help a pro Second Amendment candidate get elected, especially one as vocal and, and supportive as you. Uh, what, what can they do to help and, and how do they contact you? Well, they can contact me by calling me 619-279-6162. Um, it is early in the campaign season and the city of Santee looks to be moving towards districts. So we don't even know what district uh We'll be fighting for. Wow. Be the first you know, time the city of St. ever had this. You know, talk a little bit about so, that, Rob. So normally it's just it's just a, a general election. Everybody votes for everybody. At but large. T- yeah, at large. Talk a little bit about what's going on as oh. far as district. Hello. Yep, Rob. Hello. Oh, there you go. Lost you for a sec. That's reason. right. Talk a little bit about districting and, and what that means and what's going on. So um, basically, every city in the state of California is being sued uh, by one law firm that's uh, if, if you aren't already in a district situation where the city's broken up into different segments. Now it was originally designed to uh, for in large cities like Los Angeles and the city of San Diego, where you have uh, large numbers of minority groups that are, are that tend to live in one area or another and didn't feel like they were being truly represented for what their needs were. And they wanted to be able to elect somebody that would, that would better represent their needs. In a city like Santee, as small as it is, uh, it it sounds it's it's silly to us, but there has not been one city in the state of California that's uh, been able to defend themselves legally against this suit. And um, was I think it was a Palmdale that uh, uh, lost an eight million dollar lawsuit uh, trying to say it's it's not this doesn't make sense for us and. Um, yeah. So it, eventually it's going to be, afford, we can't afford that. Yeah, Nobody wants to spend 8 million bucks to pay an attorney to, you know, uh, so you guys are g- getting out in front of it and eventually it's going to be what yeah. four four districts and then everybody votes for the mayor. Is that how it works? Uh, that's, that is what we are. That's what we're going to be doing. Um, and of course now there's already that the scuttlebutt of the next lawsuit saying that, nope, your mayor needs to be uh, one of the district elected, or let me phrase that there, there should be five uh, districts and then the council will appoint a rotational mayor and i i don't believe in that i mean even though i'm not the mayor i don't i still don't believe in that i think that there's something to um having some history and some uh 
previous knowledge of what's going on in the in the city and in uh, in different committees that uh, that we all individually serve on that would preclude somebody from just going in and one year just all of a sudden they're the mayor and they were going to be able to handle themselves yeah. outside of citizens just electing somebody brand brand new which is, once again never happened in Santee but I suppose it could um, then it would be the will of the people but to just force it that way it doesn't make a whole lot of sense so are you guys, you guys are going to do four districts until forced to do otherwise until yeah there's yeah, exactly. Or if if forced, and the other thing is, if forced, the other the other issue is that uh, you got to imagine it's you're you're setting up basically four separate elections, and so the cost of an election goes up exponentially. Instead of having one election for the entire city, you're going to have four different ones, and or like I should be, it's really two, I guess. Instead of two, you're going to have uh, you'll have three in one in one campaign or in one uh, season. Then you're going to have two in another. Uh, another political cycle. So it's the, the costs for this are also not just a one time thing of doing this. It's it's every election. The costs are going to be exponentially greater than they previously were. And, it, and so when you're out and about and you're out and about a lot, you're Mr. Santee, right? Um, <laughs> I love being out in my community. Yes. <laughs> what? Uh, uh, how often does the Second Amendment come up? Um. It, <laughs> Even in Santee, I, I have to admit, there's a lot of those, a lot of people that, unless unless it's brought up, they're afraid. They're still afraid to talk about it. You know, there's just that stigma of, well, that you know, if you if you are a pro Second Amendment person, you're just some kook that's, uh, you know, that's constantly twenty four seven in camo gear and and uh, drives a an old pickup truck with empty beer cans in the back and a gun rack and and antlers on your on your grill that's, that's <laughs> certainly not the case and yeah you just explained <laughs> hey you just explained lance pelkey i was gonna say wait mike schwartz in that buick that buick suv baby <laughs> i don't know what <laughs> you just brought into a T. <laughs> right down to the antlers uh, perfect right baby. Down the antlers, yes uh so it, it it's uh but if if I'm able to, if it comes up in conversation, it's amazing how often others will jump in. I kid you not. I was, uh, I'm by trade that what I do for a living, I'm a mortgage guy. I do home loans and uh, work for a bank. And, um, last Friday just so happened. I'm in there taking an application, uh, five o'clock at night and the client comes in and we start talking and he saw my patch on that. I have, uh, the San Diego County gun owners patch that I have uh, mounted on, on a, speaker on in my office Mm -hmm. and that opened the door and all of a sudden him and his wife just like he saw their whole their shoulders just drop down they were (laughs) not guarded any longer it was like oh okay we can have you know we're good for business yeah Yeah. one of us one of us it was one of us they just felt comfortable in being able to talk openly well, I appreciate all the support, Robin, and uh, we're going to make sure that you get reelected. Uh, you know, I, we we I'd did a you. you bet we we did a, a quick study, and there's over eight thousand registered gun owners who are also voters in Santee. So we're going to get all of them out and active and get you elected. So thank you so much, Rob. I appreciate wonderful. it. All right, buddy. Thank you, you very much. Keep doing what you do. Thank, all right. you. thank you. Spread the word. Bye-bye. Gun Sports Radio, right here on AM eleven seventy. We're going to take a small break. We come back. John Dillon is on the line. Only on Gun Sports Radio, AM 1170. The answer.
back. This is Gun Sports Radio right here on AM 1170. This segment is brought to you by Crack Trident Gunsmithing. If you have anything that needs to be done to your gun, Trident Gunsmithing is where you need to be. TridentGunsmithing.com, TridentGunsmithing.com. Also, hopefully you never, ever need a lawyer, but if you do, Gatsky Dillon and Balance LLP is your number one choice for legal assistance, especially if it comes anything or has anything to do with guns. Go to cafirearmslaw.com, cafirearmslaw.com, or give them a call at 760-431-9501. John calls in every week, gives us good free advice, and tries to keep us out of trouble, which is a full-time job. Yes. John, how you doing today, bud? I'm good. How about you guys? Not doing too bad at all. You're, you're not out under the weather. You don't have the flu. Everything's good. Uh, survived, yeah. My my wife didn't, uh, but we're oh. good now. Uh, finally recovered. Spent uh, a good amount of time in a hospital. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This flu, the, there are apparently four strains out there, and one of them is really bad. Yeah. But everything is okay. Everyone's healthy now. So That's good. Yeah, it took, it. yeah, it took John Coleman from us, who used to be the weatherman on KUSI. He got the flu, and... It took him. It did. I didn't realize it was that was flu related. Yeah, it was flu related. Oh gosh! Passed away in Las Vegas at the age of eighty four, which is a very sad connotation. But enough of that. You're full of good news. What do you got? <laughs> well, uh, again, as usual, I can't really say this is good news, but it's news that people need to know about, and yes. it's uh, something that they can actually uh, respond and comment on. So. Uh, we're going to expand our field here and not just focus on California, but uh, more federal-level restrictions and regulations. Uh, and what I'm going to talk about today are bump stock regulations. Uh, so <clears throat> the ATF, uh, you know, Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, in charge of all the gun laws and regulations on federal level, they have put out a notice of proposed rulemaking uh, to interpret the statutory definition of quote unquote machine guns to clarify whether or not bump stocks are going to fall under this definition. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, a bump stock is a firearm accessory that uh, you can put onto typically rifles, uh, which allows uh, you to fire your rifle faster than you normally would just by pulling uh, your finger, pulling the trigger with your finger. Uh, Essentially, it uses the recoil force of the first shot to bump the gun back and then kind of bounce off of you uh, and throw the trigger forward again to hit your finger. And it mimics, uh, you know, automatic fire, although it actually doesn't get to the rate of fire that a machine gun really does get to. I've never, I've never tried one of those you ever tried one of those john i haven't um the, i've never tried a bump stock the and we'll get into this but bump stocks are not necessary to bump fire a gun uh essentially if you have any semi-automatic gun you can bump fire it bump firing is truly a way of uh handling and holding a firearm while firing that allows you to bump fire yeah i remember so, i remember like like 10 15 years ago i remember uh, a couple of guys would would uh, do the same thing. They didn't have a bump stock, but they'd be able to do the same thing with a really sturdy rubber band. 
No, you can do rubber band. You can use your belt loop on your pants. You can truly just use your finger and just hold your gun a certain way. Um, so bump stocks really just make bump firing easier. So it's just really a manipulation of how you fire the gun, and they just make it a little bit easier to do it. So the reason we're talking about bump stocks and regulations and the possibility of them being considered machine guns is because in the Las Vegas shooting, there was at least one uh, rifle that was had a bump stock you know, installed on it, and they're saying that's what he was using to you know do that more rapid firing that you hear or you heard on all those uh, videos and recordings from the shooting that night. <clears throat> the big problem being is, you know, this is a device that's been on the market for years. Uh, I want to say at least five, if not going on eight years. Uh, it's kind of a novelty item. Uh, no one's really been like all for it. It's kind of one of those things like, yeah, it's fun for 10 seconds when you're out shooting with your friends and then other than that, just a, it's an ammo waster that costs money, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, I but, mean, it's uh, not, you can't, it's hard to control. It's not really, it's not for all yeah, intents, and, you it's know, a little bit of a novelty. A lot more ammunition and ammunition costs money and we all know uh, Which <laughs> that's the problem in California. Doesn't mean it's bad, it just means it's you know, a little bit of a novelty. It's not exactly, yeah. you know. Yeah. Exactly, and that's what I'm meaning by all that. It's just it's always been more of a novelty item. Everyone's known about them. ATF has known about these pump stocks, uh, you know. And in this notice that they've put out, uh, they they acknowledge that they've uh, sent out multiple letters to different manufacturers and companies stating that these bump stocks are legal and they are not considered machine guns. Uh, and that's why you know they've been manufactured for years and bought and sold and no one's uh there just hasn't been any regulation on it because the way a bump stock works uh there's still only one bullet per every pull of the trigger and the way a machine gun is defined under the law is a weapon that shoots or is designed to shoot or can be readily restored to shoot automatically more than one shot without manual reloading by a single function of the trigger so that means you hold the trigger down, one pull the trigger, multiple shots. Even with a bump stock, you honestly you're only you're pulling the trigger every single time to get one bullet. Like so, it a bump stock doesn't convert a semi-automatic into a fully automatic. Uh, and essential and truly, some of the fastest you know competition shooters uh, that are out there right now can probably shoot as fast just with their own finger as most people can shoot with a bump stock. Hey, John, so there's no mechanical difference that occurs. Hey, John, I mean, really, it, it, does it, is it me or does it not show the ignorance of the people that are against Second Amendment rights and your gun ownership? Because for them to rail on this bump stock like as if this is the most dangerous thing that ever, ever came down the pike, doesn't that just show kind of ignorance from their side of it because they don't really know well, what they're doing? Yeah, and that's usually what happens when you get these types of reactions. It goes, you know, uh, zero to 100 immediately. Uh, everyone, like, hears the sound or, like, talks about how it increases the rate of fire. Um, and they think it's so bad or mimics, you know, um, a machine gun. Therefore, it needs to be banned, you know. It's just a very, you know, <laughs> a shallow knowledge of what's really going on right. and what the product is and the functioning of it. 
but all of this, like I said, there's the notice of proposed rulemaking because the ATF is considering, you know, uh, determining these uh, bump stocks to be considered machine gun items. And so they're asking for public comment on that right now, and that ends actually January 25th. Uh, you can go on the Federal Register website. There's, um, It's the application of the definition of machine gun to bump fire stocks and other similar devices. And you can actually submit a public comment. All public comments will be, you know, uh, accepted and they have to put them as part of the record and they're going to consider them and there's a response period and all that. So truly like the people that you, if you've looked into this, you read a lot about it, you know, the big problems uh, with trying to regulate bump stocks as machine guns. Uh, this is your chance to really you know, make your voice heard and go on and uh, make these comments. The big problem with trying to define a bump stock as a machine gun is that these things do not change the mechanical function of a semi-automatic firearm. So you, you don't get one pull the trigger and multiple shots like a machine gun is. Uh, in reality, you're just, you know, being able to press the trigger faster. And arguably under the, you know, these proposed definitions that they're considering with uh, terms like changing the rate of fire, you come into a big danger of, also prohibiting competition triggers or you know different weight recoil or mainspring housings on firearms because arguably you know if you get a competition trigger versus a regular stock trigger you know that will change how fast you can shoot your firearm and if you know that is going to be considered changing the rate of fire then are now we, are we going to consider competition triggers machine guns and yeah. it's like a, a big slippery slope and just with very vague definitions and wordage that they're going to use or they're, they're contemplating using here that it can really be uh, significant uh, on the firearms industry when you know most people are thinking oh you know they want to ban bump stocks I don't care I don't have one you know who cares that, that attitude There's a bigger effect that may happen that attitude of you know well gee it's a novelty and no serious shooter would that just really bugs me i mean no matter where you stand on bump stocks or what Mm -hmm. you think should happen with them the attitude of hey i don't have it therefore i'm not going to stand up for it or i'm not or i don't care if it gets banned it's really really bothers me but what you're saying about the triggers is that uh, if they write the regulation broadly and uh, if it's too broad um, to just kind of say, you know, something along the lines of, well, if it helps you shoot faster, um, then we're going to ban it. That that could uh, that could trickle down into, you know, aftermarket oh, triggers, yeah, oh, like yeah, high quality Spring triggers, triggers, polished parts, like anything. Like, I mean, arguably, you can say, you know, almost any alteration of uh, a gun's parts can change the rate of fire uh, of that firearm. I mean. Heck, if you go to the if you go to the range, you know every weekend for six months and shoot off a thousand rounds practicing, that'll change your rate of fire. You'll just become better. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, there's a big uh, danger of allowing regulations like this to go forward because, like you said, if they use broad language in the, these new rules, it can encompass way more than just bump stocks. Yeah, it's kind of uh, like they think a bump stock is a stupid novelty item, yeah. but you really got to pay attention to the details here yeah. and realize that, you know, it may not only affect bump stocks. I know. Ugly, ugly, ugly. Hey, man, thank you very much again. 
Folks, all you need to do is go to www.cafirearmslaw.com, cafirearmslaw.com. Send him a question, and if he airs it on the radio, you're a star. Thanks, buddy. Good talking to you. We'll talk to you down the road. Folks, we're going to take a small break. When we come back, more Gun Sports Radio. Don't forget to go to AM 1170, The Answer, for the phone app, or our website, or facebook.com backslash gunsportsradio backslash. This segment brought to you by the good folks at Gun Range San Diego, the Nordstroms of gun ranges, except the price isn't there. That's right. These guys will probably beat any and all prices in and around San Diego County. Hot Rod Joe Holyfield, commonly known as Hollywood, is not in today. He must have caught the bug. So Jason Stevens is calling in. In fact, he's on the line right now. Jason, how are you, sir? Hi, nice hearing from you, Dave. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Yeah, and listen to you. He sits in the seat right here. Yeah, I can see you sitting over there in the chair. You're just—it's just an imaginary. Well, it's good. I definitely have the face for radio. Yes, you do. By the way, I was down there this week. I picked up my thousand rounds of ammo for two hundred. People were totally shocked. They want to know if there was any other ammo on sale. I told them, as far as I know, it's only the nine millimeter. Correct. Well, it's a nine millimeter, and we've expanded it to 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 to, to also. You know, we're selling the two two three in a case of a thousand for three fifty now as well. Uh, how about I looked into my box because I wasn't sure what gauge shotgun I had, so I'm going to be honest and admit it. Mm, yeah, turns out it's a twelve gauge. What any deals on twelve gauge shotgun shells? You know, if anybody would like to purchase any bulk ammunition, we're always happy to make some kind of deal. There you go. With everything that's going on with, you know, the Internet sales, we're happy to fill in that gap. Sure. Well, and not only that, you'll carry it out to the car. Thank you very much. We sure will. thousand rounds of 9 millimeters is not the lightest thing on the planet. <laughs> 45 is pretty heavy, Tootie. Yeah. Be hey, I brought a truck just in case I didn't want to take a chance. <laughs> So, uh, so what do you got going on down there at Gun Range San Diego? Well, uh, besides those sales, not a whole lot. Banging busy. It's a good day. Good day in San Diego. How about per- there? Well, it's a perfect day to go shooting. The weather's a little I- icky, and you know this is a good time to grab the family and grab the gun and go. It looks like with the new ammo laws, there's there's kind of two different uh, shops, two different kinds of shops. Uh, one, they're either uh, making it really easy for people to order ammunition and then and then pick it up there, or two, they're looking to stock up on ammunition so they have a nice supply so that people can come down. Uh, it sounds like uh, Gun Range San Diego is kind of doing a little bit of both. No, a little bit. We'd really prefer just to, you know, for now at least, it's a lot easier to just kind of cut out that middleman, at least for now. Right now, we've dropped our prices down to about what you would see an online ammo price, you know, would be last year. So you don't have to wait for it. Basically, pay what you would pay last year, and you can just take it. There's no wait. Yeah, and it's a good idea to pick that up, as I've been saying, for the last six months, you know, before it really gets hairy, Yeah. you know, starting, you know, you know, coming right. up pretty soon. You know, Jason, when I was there picking up my ammo, I noticed on the back wall you had discounted ammo, all, and it looked like all different types of uh, calibers. What's the deal with that? Well, that's really, uh, you know, that's kind of the more exotic that's the more exotic stuff. That's uh, you know, it's your safari rounds, four fifty eight. Oh, okay. 
75 H and H. That's the, that's the extra big, extra fun stuff. <laughs> the loud bang <laughs> stuff, right? Right. That's, that's the artillery pieces. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I got a question for you. Cause I got a friend of mine coming yeah. down to see you guys. What's been anything new been added to the uh, library of rentals? You know, we, uh, we've actually just put out a CZ 527 bolt action rifle. A lot of, uh, a lot of people like to come in and shoot. They want to shoot a bolt action. This is a fantastic intermediate, uh, uh, intermediate, uh, intermediate caliber bolt action. It fires the AK caliber, seven six two by thirty nine. It's a very pleasant rifle to shoot. I like it's that extremely round. Extremely accurate. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I like that round. Good price point too. Yeah, right. We also added a five seven, uh, five seven pistol. A lot of people want to know what it feels like. It's a very unique shooting experience, and we have that for rent as well now. Is that the the FN five point seven millimeter? That's right, five seven by twenty eight. It uh, less recoil than a nine mil, about half as much, but it shoots like a laser. Oh, now they tell. That me. is a very unique. And it looks cool. Very unique sidearm. <laughs> yeah, and it looks cool. And it looks cool. The yeah. most important part, Mister Schwartz. I think you're more into the look of your weapon than you are into the functionality of your weapon. <laughs> I, I just cool. got this eerie feeling. I don't know yeah. what it is. I was the, I was the kind you're of guy that look. I, I didn't buy the magazine for the for the news. Uh, That's right. You bought it for stories, the pictures. For the centerfold. Yeah. Hey, at least you're honest, right? <laughs> Nobody <laughs> else will tell the truth. And Jason, what do you have for optics down there? Optics, I got tons of vortex, I've got loophole, hollow sun, uh, red, red dot sights. Because a lot of people loaded up on on, AK, on uh, AR-15s last year and need to start right. outfitting them with yeah. you know, different optics. And Well, you, speaking, oh, yeah. of, speaking of outfitting, when I took this show on, I had never heard half of the vernacular that I hear today. But I guess what Lance is talking about is really hot-rodding your gun. By adding a, a laser sight yeah. and adding this and adding that, right? I, I guess it's kind of endless what's available for me to have you list it all. It'd take forever, but I guess pretty much what a consumer wants, you know, you you can pretty much make that happen. That's right. I mean, AR-15s are very very modular rifles. It's, it's probably the most you know, besides maybe a Glock, probably the most modular weapon you can buy. It's sort of like if you know anything about cars, it's kind of like buying. A Honda Civic, and you and I both know uh, people, well. half the people that buy that car buy it to mod it out. Right, and before you know it, they've got you know a fifty, sixty thousand dollar Honda Civic yeah. um, <laughs> with a V eight turbo. You know, it's 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 the same thing. Sure. You can get a very basic AR fifteen for eight hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, twelve hundred dollars. Before you know it, it's a four thousand dollar rifle, right. and that happens all the time. And you love it even more. Oh yeah, yeah. They're very, very personalized. Yeah, uh, I don't think I've seen anybody weapon. hot rod a weapon and then say, oh, "I hate this thing." I've never no, seen one no, do that no. yet. I can't believe you just called my AR a Honda Civic. By the way, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> we can call it an actually, we can call it an actual RSX, but it makes you feel better. <laughs> hey, hey, Jason, you could have called it a Yugo. You know, you could have really yeah, hurt well, him. You know what? A Ford Pinto. You know, Ooh, <laughs> that's yeah. even worse. You know, I drive a Honda Civic. I love it. You know. Yeah. And it's all for, it's a forty thousand dollar Honda Civic, right? Uh, yeah. Well, you know, yeah. Let's go with that. Yeah, let's go with that. What the hey, Veronica doesn't need to know. <laughs> oh no, no. So sharing, what's that? Yeah, right. Power sharing, what's that? <laughs> so, so if you got anything coming up, you know, uh, any events coming up that the consumers need to know about? Well, right now we're uh, we're actually thinking about setting up our next uh, grand old time event. That was my favorite <laughs> event. Cool. 
What we do is uh, yeah, I remember that. Uh, mostly focuses on weapons from World War II. And uh, we have we, what we did was it was like a little museum. We had all sorts of weapons, all sorts of different uh, countries featured. Uh, it was just it was fantastic. And we had coffee and apple pie. We had World War II style, you know, posters everywhere. Uh, it was a good, it was a great time. And yeah. we're going to do it again. What any kind of a date or is that still in the works? Sorry, say that again. Is there a date planned for that or so people just not, keep up with the website? All right. Right, just keep up, and you know, eventually we will send it out through emails and Instagram. But okay. right now, it's kind of still in the works. We're kind of just starting to set it up now. Yeah. Had you done that before, Lance, uh, or you, Mike? I'm familiar with it. Yeah, it, it was uh, yeah, it was a very cool event. They uh, uh, you had another similar event too that uh, uh, that was World War II related, didn't you? Right. Well, that that was it. That was it. That was one. Okay. Yeah. It was. It was really cool. We had a, and a grand. Yeah, right. is, we had, we even, is, yeah, I'm on Garand. We had a. There's nothing cooler than a Garand. I mean, a Garand is the old World War II semi-automatic 30 out six rifle. <laughs> I, I've actually that the rifle that won that war. That won the war. We went to. Uh, I went to a shooting range, an outdoor shooting range, in uh, close to Palm Desert once, and there were the whole line. There were a bunch of tricked out sniper rifles, and everybody had this optic and toy and whatever on their on their really cool sniper rifle. And a buddy of mine brought wow. out an M1 Garand. And every one of those guys came down to, you know, hey, can I try it? I, you know, and they had all these modern, technologically sure. advanced, you know, sniper rifles. Well, M1 Grand's very cool. And, you know, and when you when you look at one of those with that metal stock, you think, oh, my God, that thing's going to rip my shoulder off. It doesn't. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Not doesn't have a lot of recoil. Extremely accurate. Even, you know, the iron sights are terrific. Right. Yeah. Terrific. No kidding. That's awesome. So Garand day is coming up pretty soon. All right, we'll definitely keep that. Keep an eye out for that. Excellent. All right. What else you got? You know what? For now, that's about it. We're just kind of keeping up with the times. We've been been extra busy. A lot of people, you know, a lot of people picking up ammo. A lot of guns, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I was in here the other day, and my goodness, place was just just. If it wasn't the range, wasn't rocking. The sales department was rocking even more. And are we still doing um, you know your specials on Mondays and Tuesdays? You know, like right, we are still doing that. uh, Free rentals on Monday. Uh, All the ten dollar, all the basic rentals are free Uh, on Tuesday after five o'clock. It's five dollars to shoot. Wow! Yeah, that's terrific. And girl night, you still have girls night. Ladies yeah, night. well, we kind of lumped it together. You know, now now it's all inclusive. We, yeah, just call it, uh, we just call it customer appreciation night now. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, that works out much much better. And, and what kind of you know for people that are just tuned in, what kind of ranges? Uh, what distance do you have? We have thirteen lanes set at twenty five yards. Okay, very good. And how does that how does that, use it. how does that camera work? I, I see a bunch of people taking really cool pictures when they're shooting. How does that work? Do you guys have just one lane yeah, that has a camera? A, or? Well, we have a special guy. He, uh, you know, you can sort of set up an appointment with him, and he can come out, take a picture of you shooting, dress it up, and then you know, kind of like like a really nice version of what we would do. It's like Six Flags. Ah, <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. Well, I seen a picture of Joe Hollywood, and I mean, whoever took the photo. I mean, you can see the flame coming out of the muzzle. I mean, it was an awesome oh, yeah. photo. Yeah. Oh, a lot of us have done it. Yeah. <laughs> you and your Kodak. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So seven days a week, 10 to 10. You're located at 7853 Balboa Avenue. You guys will be there tonight till 10 o'clock. All kinds of fun things going on. Uh, People need to make an appointment or just show up? No, you just show up. Very informal, very friendly. Just come on in. 
All right, buddy. Hey, Jason, thank you very much, folks. Check out Jason at Gun Range San Diego. He'll take care of you like family. Thanks, buddy. Get back to work. Thanks, Jason. Thank you. Take care. All right. All right. We're going to take a small break. We come back. A whole lot more right here on Gun Sports Radio, AM 1170, The Answer. Eleven seventy. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back. You're listening to Gun Ray, Gun Sports Radio, right here on AM eleven seventy. I'm Dave. He hey, is Lance. Come on. How you doing, Bensky? Hey, man. We're doing terrific. Um, I know. So good to be here. We got the Shot Coach Show coming up. Whoa. Yeah, we're in political season. That's so, indeed. And then, uh, of course, what is the fifth annual Sheila Hammond? Charity course. What is that? That's uh, Lance Reader's deal. Uh, oh, you know, remember you go right. and yeah, yeah, yeah. pay your two fifty and, and uh, get some great training for right. four days in beautiful Pahrump, Pahrump. Nevada, uh, at the front site. Great facility. I'll be there. I'm going. Mikey Schwartz. Me and my be wife. There. Oh, you guys heading out? Huh? Getting yeah. in the jeep? Yeah, we'll probably probably take the other car. <laughs> I swear, I should have never let you buy that Buick. You are never, you better put a battery tender on that Jeep. You better put something on there to keep that battery charged up because that thing's going to die. Keep it five five hours in a Wrangler or whatever it takes to drive out there. I'm cool with it, but Laura's, Laura's, we're going to take the Buick. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Well, if I should give you a ride in the new 2018 Jeep Wrangler, you'll Mm. definitely trade it. I'll bet. So talk to us about a little bit for folks that maybe just tuned in, San Diego County gun owners, how important that program is. You started it, what, two years ago? Just over two years ago, yeah. yeah. Just over two years ago, mm-hmm. we're uh, closing in on a 1,000 members, wow. which I'm extremely happy to report. I'm extremely yeah. proud of. And uh, we have a full calendar of events coming up in uh, 2018. Yeah, why, why should somebody join for $10 a month? Well, I, I'll, I'll give you a great example. Uh, two weeks ago, after... Uh, a bunch of research. We came out with our first round of endorsements. Um, and these are endorsements for people who are running for city council, mayor, uh, you know, uh, at the county and city level. Um, so we get a lot of direction from a lot of great organizations uh, as far as who to vote for uh, on the state and federal level. But who do you vote for for, for your own city council? You know, mm-hmm. and that's the guy that they're a girl or woman that's going to uh, move up to Sacramento, Washington, D.C. So we do the research for you. Because they don't have any money to, to really promote themselves like they do at the White House and stuff. You know what I mean? The city council. Yeah, right. well, it takes a lot of money to get the word out. I mean, yeah. well, but not only that, but before, honestly, before San Diego County gun owners, nobody was really asking them the Second Amendment question. Really? You know, they'd ask them about potholes, and, and all that's very important. <laughs> But there isn't a lot of Second Amendment voting when it comes to city councils. So they'd kind of, and a lot of them would, would kind of try to sidestep it. Well, I'm just well, yeah, running for oh, city well, council. It, 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 yeah, that, that doesn't really, you know, blah, 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 blah. But what happens is, um, you know, for example, a real, real good local example is Daryl Issa decided not to run for Congress mm-hmm. again for reelection. Um, and there are a lot of people in his district that would probably make really good Congress, uh, uh, you know, congressmen. Um, but who are the front runners? Well, there are people that are already held office. Uh, Diane Harkey on the uh, Board of Equalization. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. uh, Rocky Chavez, who's uh, the local uh, uh, assembly up there. Um, so 
immediately they look for people you know, who've already had people vote for them, who've already won an election, already hold office, that sort of thing. So, and Rocky started out on a city council, you know, and so uh, that's what. So that that's my response when they say, "Hey, I'm just running for city council." That's got nothing to do with Second Amendment. Yeah, that's fine, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, it everybody does. everybody starts somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I want to know, you know, when you get really ambitious after you uh, serve for a couple of years in the city council and you want to move up to, you know, whatever county board or or, or uh, Congress or Assembly or State Senate, uh, we want to know now yeah. where you stand on the Second Amendment. We're not going to just wait because, but if you wait, it's already too late. Yeah, if you get that infatuation for rubber chicken. <laughs> we want to know what your Second Amendment right is, because, I mean, you're right, because once they slip through the cracks and they get in and they're against Second Amendments, we're done. It's they're too in. late. They're in the system. And we're done. Yeah. We're the, you know, the city council are uh, there. There's there's two two things. They're they're kind of the farm league, mm-hmm. you know, of, uh, you know, just like baseball where you, you got the, you know, people kind of working their way up. Um, but they're also the power, uh, the workhorse, I should say, mm-hmm. of, of politics in San Diego. So all these people that are running for higher office, Congress or whatever, uh, the first thing they do is they go surround themselves with all these city council members and say, hey, help me win. Help mm-hmm. me get elected. Mm-hmm. And we want all them to say, well, where do you stand on the Second Amendment before I before I help you? Well, like you said, before you, no, nobody was asking that question. Right. So we went, so we just came out with our first round. You can find it on our website, sandiegocountygunowners.com, and we're going to promote the heck out of them uh, uh, as, the, as the months uh, uh, go by. But uh, we just came out with our first round, and, and the first round of endorsement, uh, you know, they're kind of the, uh, I say they're kind of the no-brainers. You know, there are people that are in office already. Um, there are people that uh, are already doing what we need to. We just talked to Rob McNellis today. That's somebody that's a no-brainer. I, I don't care what happens, you know, who an yeah, opponent is. Guy. Right. You know what I mean? That guy's, you know, really stuck it out there. And uh, so there's a, a couple of people to really pay attention to is uh, Chris Kate in Council District. Uh, that's in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Uh, John McCann down in Chula Vista. Uh, the mayor of El Cajon, Bill Wells. Uh, fantastic on the Second Amendment. He's running for re-election. Yeah. And then there are actually three people in Escondido, the mayor, Sam Abed, uh, uh, John Masson, and Ed Gallo. Both those, All three of those guys uh, really deserve uh, support from the Second Amendment community. And, and all of them are running uh, tough races. How hard is it going to get – how hard is it going to be to get the quiet majority? And that's what I call them. Because Second Amendment folks, we just kind of sit in the back. We don't say nothing. In fact, we kind of don't even want to let people know that we even are into Second Amendment slash gun ownership. What is it going to take to get them to come out of the the, the shadows and and, and have a voice? Well, that's a good question. I think that uh, a couple of things uh, will will help with that. One is to have an organization like ours make it easy. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're asking a volunteer to think up an idea and then implement the idea and then do the idea – you know what we can do is is you know put together a neighborhood walk and and, and say hey we have it all organized all you got to do is show up and give us a couple hours on a Saturday just let them know they're not alone right with their, with their cause right. because there is a large group of folks I mean every time you've done a press event I mean it's it's been well attended yeah it, it really has and and I think that the more uh, people do it the more people you know come out and support a candidate and they realize ah, this isn't hard and it's actually kind of fun yeah. 
uh, the more they'll be willing to do it in the future because the other side's doing it all day long. Oh, man, big time. And they have, you know, huge yeah. payrolls. Like, uh, you know, the SEIU is a, is a labor union. And, uh, you know, if they need, uh, you know, three dozen people to show up and, you know, cause a ruckus, boom. Just make it, a phone call. It happens, yeah. you know, and a lot of them are on the payroll. A lot of them are getting paid, that yeah, sort of thing. Big payroll. You know, if the Second Amendment means as much uh, to, to you as it means to me, then, uh, you know, a couple hours here, a couple hours there over the course of a year is is, is, is nothing. It's, yeah. it's fun. It's easy. Yeah. And um, by the way, just to. Totally off the subject, but a little bit. Tierra del Sol, which is the biggest yeah. off-road oh, yeah. club in town. We just won a lawsuit. Cost us $70,000, but we won a lawsuit to keep the trails open out at the Salton Sea in the Borrego area. I read a little bit about that. Yeah. I mean, again, it's no different than the gut community. Right. You know, the government is doing everything humanly possible. They can't find that lost lizard. He's out there someplace. So they finally <laughs> had to give up the ghost. And, and now... You know, that's open. And and that's the same thing. When you're passionate, whether it be guns or off-road, whatever it may be, and there's groups that are fighting for you, you got to fight for them, too. Well, history is made by those who show up. That's right. And, and that's what we're trying to do is make it easy for people to show up, you know, meet other uh, gun folks, have fun, and support good candidates. Yeah. Uh, the day that a candidate realizes, or the candidates, I should say, in California realize that, hey, uh, you know, we, we, we can fund and we can get people elected right. and we can do all the, the day they realize that that's, that's the day we get our gun rights right. back. And, and don't do it for yourself. Do it for your kids. There you go. Do it for your kids, kids, because, you know, you get to a point in life where you go, eh, well, you know, I can't make an impact. You know, I mean, I'm X years old, you know, but no, no, that's not the case at all. You need to, and we need to keep fighting the fight. And fight, if, like I said, if not for your kids, but your kids' kids. Yeah, exactly right. So that's, you know, we do the research. Uh, we're your voice in the media. You know, we're your, your voice when it comes to talking to elected officials. Um, all the things that you think elected officials should be doing when it comes to the Second Amendment. Uh, we go out there and make sure it happens. So, uh, you know, everybody has a life. You know, they have family. They have work. They have kids. They have parents. They have all kinds of things going on in their life. Um, so, uh, you know, we do that work for you and, uh, it's just, we're just asking for 10 bucks a month, 10 bucks a month. And Hey, there's no NFL in San Diego, so there's no excuse. Yeah. Less than a box of ammo. Yeah. Less than a box. Of, hey, you can't <laughs> buy lunch for one person for $10. Plus yeah. you have great events. We do have great events. Uh, the next one is we're going to announce our second amendment, uh, celebration dinner. That's going to look for that announcement. Um, but we're also uh, on March 17th, which is the same day as the Crossroads of the West Gun Show. Um, we're going to have our Second Amendment. Uh, it's actually a California gun law convention. Yeah. Uh, and our keynote speaker is A.W.R. Hawkins. Uh, he is a Second Amendment columnist, nationally uh, known and and, uh, Terrific. and published uh, Second Amendment columnist. And then we're going to have two panels, a legal panel uh, full of attorneys, Second Amendment attorneys, and we're going to have an activist uh, panel. And we're going to have names like uh, Craig DeLuz from Firearms Policy Coalition, uh, Jason Davis. He's a Second Amendment attorney. Um, and that's going to be a lot of good information, a lot of good discussion. And we're looking at uh, – there's going to be hundreds of people, and it's only 20 bucks. You can have John Dillon. John Dillon's going to be there, absolutely. He's one of our Second Amendment attorneys from Gatsky, Dillon, and, and Balance. And uh, like I said, it's it's a lot of really good information and a lot of really good uh, community building. And who do we have next week for a political person? 
Uh, Summer Stefan. She's the uh, oh great the district attorney. Yep. Um, she's gonna. We're gonna interview her. She's one of our uh, endorsed candidates running wow. in 2018. All right, folks. Well, hey, hope you've enjoyed this show as much as we've enjoyed giving it to you. Try to spread the word. San Diego County gun owners, you need to join. And don't forget Gun Sports Radio. You can catch us on uh, the KCBQ app, download it on your computer, or even watch it on iHeart. And every weekend, we will bring you. The best news out there when it comes to your Second Amendment rights. All right, folks, be safe. We'll talk to you down the road. Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network.